Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Uh, Diamondbacks had a weird weekend. They got slaughtered on Friday night. Yikes. I think it was 17-2. to two. Oh, boy. They lost to the Washington Nationals. No. Then, then they won on Saturday. They lost again yesterday. But Saturday's game was it was interesting. They won it 11-4. The starting pitcher, Seth Frankoff, is a cousin of a Mark and Neanderthal listener. What are you, big-timing us? Yeah, check that out, huh? Yeah, all right. So uh, he was actually just one win away or one out away from getting his first win as a major league pitcher. He's your cousin, the Diamondback. Yeah. Yeah, good for Pretty him. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, th- I saw w- a weird it thing sucks in the that game. He got robbed of the decision, by the way. All, he's, if he just got one more out, but yeah. he had thrown a lot of pitches already. Sure. So he, he uh, you know, it's a decent start for him. But uh, the Nationals scored in the first inning. So it's one zip Nationals. Diamondbacks come up, and I happen to just. I turned on the game because I got this email about the starting pitcher. So I was like, right. turned it on, watched for a little while. Diamondbacks come up in the bottom of the first. Hit, single, double, hit, hit, run scored. And they're just pounding this pitcher. All of a sudden, it's three to one. There's like two guys on, nobody out. Sure. So the Washington Nationals manager comes out of the dugout. You know how they do that. They go out and they settle the pitcher down. Yeah, they walk right? out there to have a conference. Yeah, slow things down a think, little bit. Think Bull Durham. Think that whole yeah. you know, Robert Wool going out to the mound in Bull Durham. Right. The catcher's out there. Yep. The pitcher's out there. And yep. one of the Nationals infielders also wanders over yep. onto the mound. Manager yep. comes out and he's walking out of the dugout. He's got a mask on. Right. So he gets to the mound. <laughs> he pulls his mask down to his neck. They have a conference on the mound for a while. He turns, he pulls his mask up, and he walks off. Huh. And I'm like, that is like, if you're going to go to the trouble to wear a mask, very much appreciated, but yeah, that's I, like exactly backwards. That's not how this works. How it should have gone. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> I am surprised of a couple of things. <clears throat> a, by the way, it's great that we don't have to, you know, CDC says if you're vaccinated, indoors, outdoors, no mask necessary. That doesn't mean that a business can't tell you that you have to wear a mask. It's the same as the, we've been saying this for two years now, no shoes, no shirt, no service rule. They can yeah, they can require and mandate that you wear a mask. It might be Major League Baseball <clears throat> saying you got to wear masks in the dugout. Right. I still see guys wearing masks in the dugout. Right. Obviously not on the field, but I'm shocked at how many people can't wear a mask properly. It's hanging down like a jock strap underneath your chin. <laughs> uh, and secondly, wash that thing, would you please? <laughs> I see more people with those little blue and white, you know, the disposable masks that they have that they're reusing that look like they look like the T-shirt of a of a guy making pizzas in in, uh, little Italy in 1947. You know, just they're just stained and it's disgusting. Wash your friggin. If you're going to wear the mask, wash the mask. Yeah. And there's a little hygiene is what we're saying. And if you're heading out for a conference on the mound, if that's on your schedule today. Right. Yes. If that's on the agenda today. Like you do. And, you know, you're you're required to wear a mask. You probably leave it up while you have the conference when you're face-to-face yes. with these guys. While you're spitting at each other. But everybody's safe as you're walking off the mound and nobody's around you. Yes. Well, whatever. Well, that was very weird. We're going to pick up with Sweet Tea, everybody. Sweet Tea. Good morning, Sweet Tea. Good morning. All right, then. You're going to be our story picker for story time. Uh, Paul's story is something like this. I am the most considerate member of my neighborhood, and I will prove it with this story. And, uh, Sweet Tea, I'm going to tell you about what I thought was the most inventive and novel and newest approach 
to a sign that somebody holds at the top of the exit ramp. You know, you've seen the lost everything, hungry signs, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, I need you need money for drugs. Yes. I've actually seen that, <laughs> yes. which I think which I think is awesome. People get funny with it, but yeah, this was sure. this was a totally new one for me. All right, what do you got? All right. Well, sweet tea, what song what uh, story do you want to hear? I want to hear yours. Uh, Thanks, Sweet Tea. The the exit ramp one? Yes. Okay. Well, I I won't give away this gentleman's location, and I don't know if he moves around, but I saw him at a specific spot on Friday. I was going to have breakfast with somebody after we got off the air, and I pulled up to the ramp, and there was a red light, so I was able to see this gentleman very clearly. Um, Like I said, you've seen people holding signs that say, you know, haven't eaten all day. Uh, please help. Uh, you know, and then not, these things are not funny. They're sad. Need money for speaking. karate lessons. <laughs> Whatever That's it is. That's another great one and, I've know, seen, yeah. And you never know if it's a scam or not. You know, you, you're always kind of in the dark about that. But Sweet Tea, tell me if you've ever seen anything like this. I pulled up at the red light. The guy was standing there on the corner and his sign said, please support my sports agent career. Any donations welcome. Can't say that I have. No, I would say that's a fairly, a fairly unique. <laughs> that unique is experience. a unique approach. Very. Yeah. Yes, we'll call him the exit ramp, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> Sounds that, good. That is pretty funny. Yeah, I would show me the money. Yeah, I would <laughs> recommend to him possibly law school instead of the exit ramp methodology. Well, I don't know about exactly that. No. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it is sports agency. You don't really have to know anything other than how to get money from people. And if he can get money from you off of a an off ramp. To start his sports agency, mm-hmm. then he can negotiate with the Bidwells. Right? You yeah. Know what I mean, I mean, it's, well, it's a tough, it's a tough deal. Anybody could, I suppose. It does help to have some legal knowledge and I would so say forth. Yes. That, that does make you a more sure. attractive agent. Sure, but I'm saying, which you think is a tougher negotiation: sitting down with an NFL executive like Jerry Jones, or trying to get somebody on an off ramp at a red light? You have limited time, and. <laughs> And it's a pressure situation. It's it's a lower pressure would, situation. Yes. But yeah. Right, exactly. All right. Well, Sweet Tea, you get out there and you drive safely today, okay? And uh, if you care right. to make a donation to his sports agent career, go for it. All right. Well, I got to find him first. All right. Good luck with that. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. It's, you know, that's the key, to, the key to getting all your negotiations done is finding the right agent. It really is. Yeah. Yes. I, be. I believe Scott Boris started that way. Yes. And if you don't know who he is, yes. go ahead and Google it. But he makes lots of money yes, making athletes yeah. lots of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Support my sports agent career. All right. Good luck to you, sir. Somebody called and said, did you really see that sign? And I, I did see the guy at the top of the exit ramp, you know, where normally have a, you know, hungry, need money, whatever it might be, type sign. His sign said, support my sports agent career, which is completely new to me. Some other signs that got called in by guys who were standing at the top of the exit ramp. Need help. My ex-wife had a better lawyer than me. Said, I bet you can't hit me with a quarter. I bet you can't hit me with a quarter. That seems a little demeaning. <laughs> that is. But here's and, the thing. And plus, that guy is going to get hit by a car running out of the traffic chasing Great a quarter, quarter yeah. that hit off the underpass yeah. and rolled out into the street. Yeah. 
And if you think that's demeaning, I mean, it's look, he's asking for it. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's still, it's still yeah. a little on the demeaning side. It is. You I'm know, not going to lie to you. I mean, I, you, know. you know, what I do now, if, if there's somebody at the top of an exit ramp, you know, crowded exit ramp during the day, I might give them, you know, I carry some, you know, some cookies or something in the car like that, you know individually wrapped of course sure um so they're fresh when i hand them off because i don't want to give away stale stuff to people um but i will do something like that i know people who have like you know they'll carry bottled water in their car you know give somebody a bottle of water something like that so i'm not going to give you know i i have in the past you know and very infrequently given a buck or something like that but i just the thought of somebody spending it on alcohol or cigarettes when they're supposedly asking for food would bug me I don't care about that. I really don't. Like, if you give them money, you give them money. And once it's like, it's like, you know, telling people what they can do with their money once you give it to them, it's theirs. I don't carry cash. You know me. I, yeah, I, I, I never I, have cash on me. I don't have a lot <clears throat> on me either. So I don't have anything yeah. to give anybody at the top of ramp. And you know, you also know that I, I engage in, in charitable charitable behavior throughout the year. <laughs> what if the guy has one of those squares? He's like, I can take credit cards. You know, yes, is- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I will tell you this. <clears throat> there have been occasions where I've got to the top of the ramp and I look at the person and they've got their sign and they're, they're you know, they're, they're dressed pretty disheveled. And then I look over and I see like a Cannondale or a Trek road bike like up against the wall. And, and I know what those, mo- those bikes cost. And I say to myself, mm-mm. Uh-huh, yeah. Because you never know if it's really a scam. Like, I remember I told you that. Dude, if you've got a $1,000 Cannondale bike or a Trek bike, you can take it to a yes. pawn shop. They'll give you four yeah. or $500 for a $1,000 bike. Yeah. There was one time where I pulled up, and it was a woman at the top. And she looked like, she looked really good. She had yoga pants on. Sure. And a top on. She was in sure. really good shape. I was like, I'm... I'm not sensing desperation here. And again, I, and, I, and I, look, I'm sympathetic. You know me. I'm sympathetic to people who are who have had. I've been homeless, so it's you're like, not you. Well, you haven't been homeless like that. I've been well. You, you I had crashed to, at a buddy's house. I had to live under a pool table for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Was anybody playing at the time? Because it's tough to sleep sometimes. Yeah. Yes, because my friends are jerks. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's a it, it, this. I, I get it, but I've seen how many of those you know exposés have you seen in the news? Yeah, where you, somebody. You don't I, I know. saw this in Boston. Yeah. It, it was a person who drove. They lived in Newton, which is an affluent suburb of Boston. They drove their BMW, parked it at the commuter rail, <laughs> got out, you know, cha- in their in their disheveled clothing, yeah, yeah. got on the commuter rail, uh, begged on the commuter rail until they got to Kenmore Square, which is where Fenway Park is. Got out, set up outside the the MBTA station, which is like the light rail there, um, and and begged for eight hours. Yeah. Got back in the train, the commuter rail went back out to to Newton. Got back in their BMW. That's how they made money. They made six figures a year doing that, tax free money. You sure about that? That was it. Was an expose. Wow. They they followed this person I, for a year. You know what? Check their teeth and their nails. <laughs> Next, maybe that's the way to find it. Yeah, I love those people that are like, yeah, I, I would imagine somebody having a square. Boy, that would be that the would end be of, awesome. That'd be the it? end that'd of that incredible. game, wouldn't it? Yeah, like you know, I take checks also. You have a bank account? Yeah. What's <laughs> I guess it's pretty unanimous. People are very suspicious of the people at the top of the exit ramps. Yeah, I told you. Asking for stuff. Look, yeah. bad things happen. can happen there, too. I mean, look, a, a guy's at the top of the ramp. Uh, we live in, in Arizona, yet he's wearing a snorkel jacket. You open the window, you wake out, you break out your wallet to, to or, or oh, yeah, take you, some money out to get yeah. Next thing you know, you got a pistol in your face, man. I mean, right. that, that could happen. It could happen. I mean, at a, at a crowded exit ramp. 
it's not likely to happen. I wouldn't do it at night, certainly. If right. You're, you know, if if you're more isolated, depending on the location and everything. But yeah, you do have to be aware of that. That's yeah. Ob- yeah. And I, 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 by the way, I never carry cash. You know me. I, I, yeah. I I'm always asking you, hey man, if we have to toss a quarter, you're going to have to do it because I don't have any money on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I I mean the most I'll carry, I, I might have seven or eight bucks on me at a time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So because you know it just. Cashes. I, I just don't. I just don't carry it. Yeah. If I do, it's a folded up dollar that's been there since you know the Clinton administration. Yeah. But again, be hilarious if one of those guys at the top of the exit ramp had the, the square, square yeah. that he could that he could run your card <clears throat> yeah. on. Well, I mean, it was it's the same thing as that story you told last week about the one that oh, uh, you're, you know, well, that's, I, the guy's got a one and a five, and the, the girl goes, "Well, I could I would do better with the five. Hey, man, you know the old beggars can't be choosers thing. And again, I'm not trying to be in, unsympathetic, but man, thank you. No, but that's what people are afraid of is that yeah. you know she's asking for money for food, she wants his five dollar bill instead of his one dollar bill. Right. He gave the one dollar bill, and she's complaining about it while she pulls out this brand new pack of cigarettes. Right, exactly. And he said, you should have thought of that when you were spending $10 on the cigarettes. Ten? I think cigarettes are more than that now. It, what, yeah, whatever yeah. they are. I mean, yeah. that, that could have bought you a decent amount of food for and the day. Same thing I'm saying about if, you know, if you're hurting for, for uh, if you're hurting for, for money and you've got a $1,000 mountain bike, you know, that's a month's rent. Oh, talking about those people with the signs. Yeah. One morning I was having breakfast in a little diner. And there was four of them that I recognized from the corner when I get home from work, you know, um, all really nicely dressed, expensive phones, expensive shoes with an older gentleman that was in a caddy SUV. Yeah. After breakfast, we all got in that caddy, all got changed, came out all raggedy with their bikes out of the trunk mm-hmm. and went and started begging. So I never give money anymore. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you ran out of the diner to give them money because obviously when they went into the vehicle, they lost everything. <laughs> right. Well, those, pay, those, those SUV payments are a bitch. Yes. I know. So it's really a racket. Yeah, it, it, it definitely can be. It definitely yeah, not, can it's, be. I wouldn't so. say it's always a racket, but that's a great example. Yeah. That, that's the exact same story I just told about that I saw on the, on the expose well, in the news. Uh, no, those, that was a very sudden fall <laughs> from grace for those guys. Yes. They went into the vehicle. Well, they lost everything while they were in there. Well, the that, market crashed. I was just going to say, that's what you get with virtual currency, cryptocurrency. So... Uh, Be careful wherever you're going, whatever you're doing. Please do not act in a manner that would deem you the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. No, well, if you do, it just helps keep the feature going. Yeah, it's, all right, yeah, it's a good point. You know, that's yeah, natural selection. We've had is. gas shortages. We've had shortages of lumber and things like that. Never of dumbasses. And this one happened back in November of last year, but the story just came out about 25-year-old Shannon Hart from Orlando, Florida. No way. Florida woman. Yep. Now, Shannon was was up late on November 9th of 2020. It was 3.30 in the morning, and Shannon had been drinking quite a bit. She fell asleep while she was looking at her phone. Okay. That's not a problem if Shannon were in bed or on the couch or something at her house. But That's common. A lot of people do it. Shannon was in her SUV. Uh-oh. And the SUV was not home. No, Shannon she was... A, she pulled a Michael Floyd. Yeah, kind of, except Shannon did manage to park in front of the food mart at a gas station. All righty then. And thankfully, her car wasn't running, so that takes her out of the Michael Floyd territory right there. Good since point, yeah. He was in the street with his vehicle running. Right. So the cashier noticed Shannon's SUV was just sitting out there and went to check on her. Found her passed out, head against the steering wheel. Yikes. So fearing the worst, he... He called police. He tried to wake her up to no avail. 
Police arrived and began knocking loudly enough to finally wake Shannon up after a while. Shannon took about three minutes before she could figure out how to even open her door. She was that out of it. Sure. So how she got to the food mart in her vehicle without killing herself or somebody else is still a mystery. Uh, Shannon was able to finally get out and stand up, which is when the officer on the scene asked her this. Do you have a shirt you can put on or anything? You're just wearing a bra right now. Okay, if you heard that, yes, Shannon was just wearing a bra and sweatpants as she slept in the front seat of her SUV at 3.30 in the morning at a convenience store. Well, see, it's Florida. I mean, some people say bra, others would say bathing suit top. I mean, you know, there's not much difference anymore. You know? And and, uh, to make matters worse, she was parked in the handicapped spot. Oh, boy. All right. Shannon failed all field sobriety tests. She was handcuffed. She blew a .232 blood alcohol level almost three times the legal limit and my cumulative grade point average freshman year at Framingham State. There you go. She was transported to the county jail. Now you may ask the question Uh, Is she hot? Well, that'll be up to you to decide. You can see the story and the video at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page, but we must make Shannon the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear, the Valley's newest Harley dealership. Mark and the enter, Paul. It, it's, it's bad when you're you're going down to 51 and you're at uh, 51 in shade and you see a $100 bill on the ground and you can't slow down to pick it up. Uh-huh. And you might say, you know, how do you see a $100 bill going down the freeway at 65? Yeah. It was a sheet of plywood. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. Thank nice. you. Well sheet done. of plywood. <laughs> that could be worth 100 It could be worth more. Depending I don't, on how yeah. big the sheet is. I saw a, um, uh, it was, a, this is one of the things that the, the supply chain and the price is going up and prices are as high as the balls in a draft on a bunch of stuff, including plywood. At this point, um, they showed a comparison. It was like a $900 deck, a, a deck that would have caught you $900 in materials right. to build uh, now is costing around three grand. So it's a, <sighs> a, there's, it's a, I guess a threefold increase on the price of, of yep. plywood and wood products. Yeah, I mean, one piece of good news I saw this weekend, the Colonial Pipeline is back up and running. Okay. Um, that's the one that caused the gas shortages in the southeast. Sure. And what it was, it, it got hacked somehow. They actually paid the ransom. $5 million ransom. Yeah. They actually paid the ransom. And what happened was, you know, one of the guys working at the pipeline clicked on the thing to give him the directions to pick up the money from the Nigerian prince. Yeah, yeah. I and, see how that and, goes. And that's, yep. that's mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah, so. Bill Gates is going to give you $5,000 if you just answer this email. <laughs> exactly. So that that is good. The, the the pipeline is flowing again. It'll take a while, you know, probably a few days to catch up on all the yeah, people who need gas. A, about a week but. and everything before the market corrects itself. But thankfully, we didn't get that much, uh, much of an issue here. I hit the pool this weekend, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. On Saturday, I didn't even, I did the thing though, where you know how you don't know if it's warm enough yet. So you usually you put your feet in there and you kind of ease your way down the stairs a little Mm -hmm. bit just to see if you're like, I didn't even bother doing that. I had just finished doing some yard work. So I was overheated. Took the Nesty plunge. Yeah. I just jumped right in. Nice. Jumped right in. And it was funny because I expected it to be a lot colder than it was. Got up. I was like, oh, cool. And look at all the cocaine at the bottom of my pool. (laughs) Do you still have that problem? Yes. 
Yes, my my That's my the, I, the filth, the pump. I'm not going to say their yeah. name in my property management company, but they are abhorrent. They are terrible at their jobs. I've been. This is a week now that I've 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 reached out to ask them to fix it. I learned a new word. I think we talked about it last oh, yeah. week. Let's see if you remember, kids. Can you remember the word of the day? Diatomaceous earth. Yeah, yeah. Two words. Yeah. Diatomaceous earth. Yeah. It sounds like a, it sounds like a, an alternate universe in Star Trek. Captain, we're approaching the diatomaceous earth. You know what I mean? It's- or a, a band, diatomaceous. I saw them at yeah. the marquee right before the pandemic shut everything down. That's I love de- them. It's a death metal band our IT guy <laughs> listens to. Now, it's, uh, it, yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, it does look like cocaine at the bottom of my pool. I yeah. didn't know what it was. Remember, we talked about my pool pump was disassembled in my backyard. I thought I'd been robbed. I thought somebody, I thought there might have been copper in it. I don't know what it is because it's one of those big, huge canister pool pumps. Yeah. So I thought somebody had robbed it. it it was disassembled for like three days in my backyard. I was kind of hoping Ace didn't use it as a fire hydrant. So they they finally came and they put it back together. And I talked to the guy that runs the pool company. And again, I'm not going to mention them because screw them. Um, but I, I said to him, I go, hey, man, is this thing fixed? Or he goes, oh, yeah, it's fixed. No, it's not. Not fixed. It's not fixed. It's yeah. blowing cocaine in the bottom of my pool. <laughs> yeah, I just showed Mark a couple of pictures. I should probably yeah. put them up on the on the Mark and Interpol Facebook page. The bottom of my pool looks like Steven Tyler's pool in 1979. Yes. And we will try to spell diatomaceous correctly if we post it online. If, yeah, yes. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, you know, diatomaceous earth is one of those. I, 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 I was very, very proud to teach you that last week. That yes, word, well, that's, that's a new word. And I, I know about it because it's used in pest control also. Okay, I didn't know you that. Can, you can, like, put a barrier around your house, and some insects have trouble with it. It's not good for their exoskeleton. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. Well, well, if it's not good for their exoskeleton, why am I swimming in it? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you shouldn't be swimming in it. That's, the, I guess, that's the point, right? I guess the good news is if I have crabs... I don't have crabs there anymore. You go. Yeah, it's very bad so for their exoskeletons. Congratulations, thank you. Yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, it's and I, I will tell you, I got out of the pool on uh, on Saturday, and I I decided to forego the shower because I'd just been in a chlorine bleaching pool, um, but I, for the rest of the day, I smelled like sulfur. And yeah, I'm wondering if that's, what, if that's the smell of the diatomaceous earth. See, I can even say it now. Might be, yes. Diatomaceous. Diatomaceous. Yeah. One hundred point seven KSLX. Another one bites the dust, and the dust looks a little bit like <laughs> diatomaceous earth. Yeah, it's in the bottom it's, of my pool. It's such a funny, uh, you know. Now that we started mentioning that word, you know, Paul's having trouble with his pool filter, and there's yeah. diatomaceous earth that's the, yes. at the bottom of his pool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a like. Uh, it's somebody trying to top you. Like yeah. if you say, it's one of those words that you hear it, you go. Well, that sounds intense. Like if somebody says, right. "Hey, I'm uh, I'm on the Atkins diet." Really? I'm on the diatomaceous diet. Yeah, it's like you're just trying to or, top somebody. Man, we just got a we just got a diatomaceous amount of phone calls about that topic. <laughs> that is. So I come home late last night, right. and my wife my wife goes all diatomaceous on me. I'm like, "Hey, what the hell? I don't need this." <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it to another direction with the sixth pick in the National Football League draft. The Dallas Cowboys select diatomaceous, diatomaceous earth, earth running back Auburn. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is one of those words. I guarantee you, it's almost a word. It's almost a word that uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Damon Wayans would use in the old character on uh, In Living Color, yes, where he would show up yes. to the homeless guy yep. with the bottle of urine. Allow me to become diatomaceous, Your Honor. Yep. <laughs> or uh, uh, on Seinfeld, the guy who was doing sort of the Johnny Cochran knockoff, uh, Jackie Jackie something. Yeah, Jackie yeah. Child. Yeah. He was he was always doing these three words. That is ridiculous. Suspicious, diatomaceous. <laughs> it does, you know, it'd be fun if the if the experience of having this cocaine like powder in my pool were as fun as saying the word diatomaceous. Right. I don't, I don't know that I would have a complaint. You wouldn't mind, but I would like my property management company if they're listening, and I know they're not because they don't listen to anything anybody says. They just do their own thing. If they're listening, guys. What's, what do you think? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Don't be sitting around acting all diatomaceous about me. this. Yes. Um, but uh, anyway, by the way, uh, Jerry wrote in, diatomaceous earth was used as a filtering medium in dry cleaning. Okay. Another use for it. Yeah. And uh, did you see GK's email? No. Go ahead and read it. Do you have it? Uh, let me get it. Here. Let me check my email. No, I don't have it. Okay. It says, yep, besides being used in pool filters, it is the best way to kill scorpions and ant infestations. Yeah. And great on breakfast cereal as well. <laughs> it's funny you mention that. The I bottom, don't know about that. The bottom of my pool does look like a frosted flake. How yeah. nice of you to notice. Yeah, I don't know about the uh, the breakfast cereal, so don't take that from no. Mark and Neanderthal. But, um, yes, we, because that would be a bit of diatomaceous information. Yeah, exactly. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. With the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 